welcome to another episode of Now About That with James and Sarah. I'm James. And I'm Sarah. And on today's episode, we're going to talk about astrology, our zodiac signs, and talk a little bit about whether we think that our zodiac signs fit or what zodiac signs we think fit better. But before we do that, Sarah, how's it going? It's going. Oh, this is what I wanted to send you. Haha. <laughs> um, I... Ugh. Ugh. Okay. <clears throat> All right. So, so my, my manager quit. She hasn't, she hasn't left yet, but she put in her notice and yeah, it's really messing me up right now because I'm just like, one, I actually like this manager. Two, uh, that means I'm going to be the only management person three like they they apparently have somebody that they're going to be that they're interviewing that might be filling in the position but what if they don't get somebody by the time you know she's she's done her last day is in january (laughs) then sarah will be the new head bitch in charge and i'm just like okay that makes more sense sorry i got a new i'm i'm kind of excited but also worried for you because also kind of the same thing that sam said just because you're going to be have more responsibility until they find a new person they're not paying you more so it doesn't really make sense for you to take on the extra responsibility if they're not going to be paying you what she was getting paid (coughs) right um but aside from that i also just uh got a from my co-workers and my boss they got me a remarkable two i don't know if um anybody knows what that is but it's basically like an electronic notebook that you can also sync with your computer and your like uh g your google account and it will send like send the notes that you take to your computer and to your um phone so you can also take notes on your phone and i just got a new case for it so i'm excited and playing with it um but i like that like i took all i i've taken all the notes for this that i'm i want to talk about on it <clears throat> I love like that. It so far. also sarah hasn't said anything but i got new glasses oh oh yes you have okay i like them a lot so they're ray-ban glasses again i didn't just i i talked about it on here i think i was looking at getting the like meta integrated um ray-ban glasses that have the camera in them but yes. i decided not to partially because whenever i tried them on they were really really bulky and I was like, I don't want that. Uh, but I did end up getting these. They're kind of really cool, but they're green. And I'm like, I don't know why I chose these because I was trying on a pair of blue ones, not same brand or same like make, but they were, I really liked the blue ones too, but I don't know. I just like these more. And you can't really tell from like what you're seeing. You can't tell that they're green unless you like look at them, like you get close. They kind of mm. just look like they're kind of blacker. Like a brownish color. Oh, okay. <clears throat> I guess you can kind of tell. Can you see that they're green? A little bit, yeah. No, I don't know. I like them. I'm excited. My eyes changed. My Only one of my eyes changed. The left is still like one, I think is what it is. Or 1.25. And then the eye, the right eye went from 0.75 to, point, to one. So my right eye got worse, but my left eye stayed the same, Oof. which happens. I mean, the right eye is just catching up to the left eye because it's now they're the same. So there's that. And I don't really he was like, I mean, technically, you don't need glasses because you can like when we did the thing, he was like, you can see really well even without your glasses. But it's for the astigmatism. <clears throat> right. <clears throat> astigmatism is the worst. Yeah. So that's what's going on with me this week. And nothing crazy like what you are dealing with. Uh, Thursday was my last day at work until the 2024. So I'm off all week next week and I didn't have to work today. So Nice. I also have today off. I get a four day weekend. Ooh. Um, which I'm very excited about. Because um, I haven't had a four day weekend in a really long time. Um, so, yeah. Yeah, I'm I'm doing that. I'm not doing anything else really special. Um, just hanging out. 
you know. Yeah. Uh, the other thing I thought we could talk about today is what's going to look, what it's going to look like in 2024 for our, um, our little podcast. So I, I've been writing down some options for like the first month and some of the things that we can look at. And um, I feel like a couple of times, like maybe once a month or something like that, we should do Reddit posts just to kind of have some something that's consistent and that we do all the time. Um, but I figure at the first of the year, we could look at some common resolutions and that people usually make and then how often they break those resolutions. <laughs> um, and then the second part of the year in that kind of in the same vein of resolutions and bettering yourself for the new year, the whole new year, new me thing. Maybe mm -hmm. we could talk a little bit about schooling options, what we've done, colleges, and then where we see ourselves going in the future. <clears throat> Okie dokie. And then an update from you from your schooling stuff. And we can talk about like what classes you have coming up, where you think you're going to do. And then what I am going to do. And then the last two weeks of January, I figured we could do like Reddit posts the third, the sec, yeah, the third week, and then wrap it up with an Am I the Asshole group week. Okie dokie. Fun times. Super fun. So I don't know that much about astrology and zodiac signs and stuff. So this is going to be all you. <laughs> Okay. And oh. I'm looking at this thing that you sent me, and I have to say, I have no idea at the time I was born, but there's an option that says unknown time. Yeah, you can just check mark unknown time. It just, it, the only reason that you need to know what time is to know what your rising sign was. Um, but they can guesstimate your rising sign. So it's, it's all good. It says, oh, there it goes. Okay. I was like, it says choose a name or choose a enter your city name name only and then choose. Uh -huh. But I, it didn't have the drop down box at first. Oh, yeah. Okay. So let me know when you get it pulled up. Okay. All right. So if you scroll down, you'll see where it says um, your name and then it says Zodiac. Okay. So the ones that you really use the most in like your daily life type stuff is going to be your sun sign, your moon sign, sometimes your Mercury, um, your Venus, and your Mars. Okay. Um, okay. Each one of those. Oh, shoot. Hold on. I need to go back because I did it wrong. I didn't put in my birth date. Uh, okay. Yeah, you got to put in your birthday. <laughs> but anyway, so for me, um, my sun is in Libra. My moon is in Pisces. My Mercury is also in Libra. Um, my Venus is in Leo. And my Mars is in Aries. Um, So it's kind of like your big five, not including your rising sign. Hmm. Um, most people know their big three, which would be um, your sun, your moon, and your rising. So I'm a Leo rising, which explains why I'm so stubborn. So what's the rising? Because I don't. It doesn't say that. So the, if you scroll down a little bit further, you'll see it's Placidius. And that very first one is your rising sign, where it says Roman numeral 1 ASC. So I'm a Leo rising. And if you scroll I, down further... I don't, I don't see what you're talking about. Well, it's probably because you don't know what time you were born. Oh, okay. Do you have your birth certificate? Uh, no. <laughs> mm. I do, but I don't know where it is, and I don't want to go and dig for it right now. That's fair. So you can... All, <laughs> like, if you're a regular adult, um, like I am... You have your birth certificate. I have um, to say, I don't know that every regular adult has their birth certificate. More than likely, most regular adults are going to have to go and get it to do like their. The what is that thing called? The star on their license, because I had to get mine. And also I moved and have a, had a lot of stuff that I had to I lost whenever we would move a lot whenever I was younger. 
So not everyone, Sarah, you judgmental bitch. <laughs> yeah, I'm being judgmental because it's a key piece of paperwork that you need. Because most places, including like jobs, if for some reason you don't have a driver's license, you need at least a birth certificate or a passport. I feel like most people have a driver's license. You'd be surprised how many people out there are driving around without driver's licenses. If they don't have, sorry, moving on. <laughs> so mine, it says my son is Capricorn, which that's because of my birthday, I'm assuming. Yes. Moon is Gemini. <gasps> You're a Gemini moon? And then oh, it says okay. Mercury is Aquarius. That one makes sense. Venus is Capricorn. Mars is Aries. Jupiter is Taurus. Saturn, Uranus, and Neptune are all Capricorn. That's not shocking to me. Pluto is Scorpio. Lilith is Virgo. And in node? I don't know what that is. The North node. Is Pisces. Well, our last three match. And then there's like this masculine, feminine, cardinal, yes. fixed... So I'm a masculine seven and a feminine three. I'm the opposite. Masculine three, feminine seven. <laughs> this this explains a lot to me. What does right. that mean? So well, that's what we're that's what we're gonna get into. So do 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 do. All right. Okay. So the sun represents vitality, a sense of individuality and outward shining creative energy. So when Libra, when your son is in Libra, um, you're considered a Libra native <clears throat> and you're considered sociable, somewhat intellectual souls. They have an almost innocent way about them that makes them very approachable. Generally quite eager to cooperate, Librans spent much of their time trying not to rock the boat. Does that sound familiar to you? Yeah, it sounds exactly like you. <laughs> um, so you can you can feel free to read that first uh, paragraph for yours under Capricorn. Hmm. Um. So the sun is Capricorn, and it says Capricorn is a feet on the ground, eye on the prize sign. Those with the sun in Capricorn have a realistic, grounded approach to life that is apparent no matter how dreamy the rest of the birth chart suggests they can be. These people know how to do things and get things done. Yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah. <laughs> um, we don't you don't have to like obviously you can read the whole thing if you want. Um but you don't have to. Some Capricorns naturally turn their backs on what they seem they deem too frivolous. Yes. Interesting. But you can scroll down to the moon. Okay. Okay. Um, your moon sign um, represents your emotional responses, unconscious, unconscious predestination, and the self-image. So the moon represents the emotions, and the moon sign show, shows how a person expresses themselves when they're at home, at ease, and comfortable. So, I am a lunar Piscean, um, and we're known to be dreamy and not always in touch with reality. However, though these people may not always show real-world savvy in day-to-day -day practical affairs, they make up for this with remarkable intuition. They can put themselves into anybody's shoes with extreme ease. On the plus side, this endows them with remarkable compassion and love. The downside of this apparent ability to break down boundaries is that they can easily lose themselves in the suffering of others. <gasps> no. Okay, but you have to hear this, this, just the first sentence of the second paragraph, which says, their sense of humor is delightfully silly and a bit odd. I mean, the odd part, yeah, definitely odd. 
Hey. I think the the ta- the TikToks you send me can kind of attest to that sentence. <laughs> so mine is uh, Gemini. So the moon is in Gemini. People with moon, the moon and Gemini are always interesting people. They have a finger in every pipe. That sounds dirty. Are curious to a fault and are generally well-informed. Nervousness and worry are common traits with this lunar position. Lunar Geminis are usually pleasant, witty, and charming people at home with family. However, they can be moody and irritable at times. An underlying relentlessness is common and many lunar Geminis need more stimulation than others. Uh, They usually read a lot. Nope. (laughs) Read a lot, talk a lot, and think a lot uh, with this airy, mutable position of the moon. (laughs) The very first sentence of the next one says, their homes are often a perpetual work in progress. Which... I kind of agree because I just moved my stuff, like everything, into the, um, into the living room. I was gonna say you do move stuff quite often, so. Um, like, look, Trixie and Kat, you can't see them because Trixie and Kat, or it's there's something in the way, but Trixie and Kat are there. I see that. And I've decided I'm going to behind me on this wall right here. No one can see this, but Sarah, uh, behind me, there's a wall. I'm going to put my three degrees. So associates, bachelors, and then up at the top, my master's degree. And then in the middle. Ooh, I didn't. Sh- did I did I send you the sign? Um, From work? Yeah. Yes. I'm going to put that. Um recording what does it say now recording or something like that uh Mm -hmm. in between the bachelor's and associate's degree i love that it's gonna be so cool Uh, okay back to this scrolling down to mercury mercury (laughs) represents communication um cartesian which i actually don't know what cartesian is um and logical spirit okay so my mercury is in libra Okay. Um, so my communication is usually um, quite diplomatic and tactful. Um, they evaluate and weigh things up endlessly, often to the point of indecisiveness. Of good judgment, they express themselves clearly. Before coming to an opinion on a subject, they listen to the opinions offered by various people and can compare them before making up their own mind. Mental affinity in their relationships is paramount. They are good at compromising and always try to put themselves in others' shoes. And then it ends with some mental laziness. I mean... (laughs) So I did look up and it says... Um, What does it mean when someone is Cartesian? Of relating to or derived from... Descartes' philosophy, especially his concentrations, that personal identity consists in the continued existence of a unique mind, and that the mind and body are always connected casually. Okay. So that's what Cartesian means. Okay. Um, And then mine for Aquarius says, not necessarily loud or flamboyant, but he often has a quiet way of stirring up stirring others up may delight in exposing what he deems biases in others may what sorry may delight in exposing what he deems biases in others way of thinking very quick to contradict others and to offer a different perspective he enjoys intellectual debates um, amazing powers of observation and a quirky way of looking and looking at the world humorous and interesting and then it says, likes practical jokes and raising eyebrows. Very fair and objective. <clears throat> but then it also says something about he may be impatient, often fearing and or imagining the worst that could happen. He likes contradiction and his arguments can be intense. Oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes I think we've talked about this when we were reviewing our um the information included in that the insights discovery yes yes um your venus represents an interest in emotions and values exchange and sharing with others so basically how like who you are 
in love kind of type thing. Um, when Venus and Leo people are in love, they are proud, even boastful. This position of Venus can turn humble Virgo sons or retiring Cancer sons into somewhat demanding lovers. Venus and Leo loves to court and be courted, and they need to feel very special. They're warm, generous, and even grand, though really quite loyal to their partners. Remember that love is the most important thing in Leo's life. They thrive on attention from lovers or love interests. Be prepared for their displays. They will tell you about any advances made on them. Remember, they're just showing off to you and it's likely harmless. It's a different story if you do the same, however. That's when you'll hear the lion roar, and no doubt, you'll want to keep these cats purring. Venus and Leo wants to appear experienced in love, even if they have little or no experience whatsoever. Okay. So you read, like, the entire thing, didn't you? Yeah, just the first paragraph. Mine first paragraph is tiny. (laughs) It's like four sentences. And they're short what? sentences. For your for your Venus? Yeah. What's so your Venus in again? Capricorn. Oh, that explains it. Okay. Right. But then the second paragraph is really long. Uh, so it says, Venus and Capricorn people will try to win your heart by displaying self-control, presence of mind, and responsible behavior. These lovers will want you to know that they are goal-oriented, witty, savvy, and controlled. Mm. nobody can get the best of them they want you to see just how competent they are and they like some measure of predictability in their relationships as they are cautious in love that's all the first paragraph says of mine well you are cautious in love I don't know that I would say I'm cautious Mm. I I think the term I would use is not cautious but more suspicious Suspicious is worse. I just don't like love. I don't believe in it. It's very fanciful. Does your partner know that? I mean, sure. I think he's the same. I mean, we're both Capricorns. But then it it does go into Venus and Capricorn people uh, project an aura of competency and their loner-like behavior can be attractive in a cool way. They don't go gaga over love, or at least they don't express as much. See, that's what I mean. Their lovers may complain that Venus and Capricorns are a little too practical and deliberate. Certainly they can come across as lacking in warmth and spontaneity. Uh, Truth is they can be rather romantic souls who yearn for a partner to share their lives with. Oof, I don't know if I believe that. Others, <laughs> others' image of their relationship matters to them. I don't agree with that. They are conservative and willing to commit. Venus and Capricorn people are attractive to serious, goal-oriented lovers. I need to find a new person then. Uh, they are... <laughs> wow. They are a little shy in matters of the heart, but they don't want you to know it if if you like knowing where your relationship is headed you'll be mighty pleased with a v- with venus and capricorn these people plan ahead in love and unlike venus in pisces wow calling other people out they will let you, they will let you know exactly where they are and the relationships are headed <clears throat> pleasing venus and capricorn involves showing them you are practical and realistic they want to impress you with the things they do appreciate their saving for a rainy day attitude and be able to be able oh no sorry be aware that they want to show off show you off in a quiet way that sounds so dirty <laughs> all right so mars represents the desire for action and physical energy um so my Mars is in Aries, which is hilarious because Aries is my complete opposite as far as sun sign goes. Um, this is a very impulsive position of Mars. Remember that Mars and Aries are two um, names for the, the same god, the god of war. Um, people is to take action. 
quick flare-ups characterize the Mars and Aries character, but their anger usually doesn't last for too long. In fact, these people generally don't live in the past and are not given to holding grudges or feeling resentful. Generally, their temper comes quickly and they deal with anger on issues right away. With this kind of character, there's little room for festering. When Mars and Aries people listen to their instincts, they generally get things done and they make fast and usually decent decisions. They don't naturally stop to smell the roses or consider others' point of view when they are deliberating over what to do next. In fact, deliberation works at lightning speed for these natives, so they could hardly be called deliberate. Spontaneity is one of their assets as... Oh, no thank you, Microsoft. I don't care. Um, <laughs> spontaneity is one of their assets as our simplicity, purity of action, and innovation. We have the same. Yours is Aries, right? Mars and Aries? Yes. Okay, yeah, mine's the same thing. Oh, fine. There we go. So there, we don't have I don't have to read mine. <laughs> yep. I was I was listening to it and I was like, wait, that's the exact same sentences. We're they're the exact same thing. Got it. <laughs> um your Jupiter sign, we don't we don't have to go into all of these, but um, just so that everybody knows what that what they represent. So your Jupiter um, represents expansion and grace. Your Saturn represents contraction and effort. Um, Uranus is your individual liberty and your egoistic liberty. So egoistic liberty being um, how free how freely you let your ego off the leash um and then your neptune represents um your transcendental liberty and non-egoistic liberty which i don't fully understand that one if i'm being real real honest um your pluto represents transformations mutations and elimination so anytime you feel um like you are going through some sort of transformation how you deal with that um and how you deal with any like eliminating things that no longer serve you and all that that's represented by your sign in pluto um my pluto is in scorpio so i have a fear of betrayal while also being um very sensual and passionate um your lilith represents your darker, deeper natures that may be repressed or buried. Um, and then, where is it? Oh, um, your North Node, South Node, um, both have different characteristics. The South Node represents um, our overdeveloped character traits. And then the North Node points to the qualities that we need to work on and develop. So I'm a true North, <laughs> true North Node in Pisces. And I believe you said that you were also in Pisces. Yeah. Um, so our path is to learn to worry less and believe more. Overthinking and overanalyzing our life limits our growth. Um, we're learning to let go of perfectionism. Um, we need to learn to pay more attention to mental health and emotional healing and to relax the rules from time to time. No, I'm okay. <laughs> Our qualities to develop include faith, belief, tolerance, compassion for oneself. <sighs> <laughs> So I'm also kind of looking up. So I looked up um, some of the, oh, this person's an animator. That's cute. Oh, they did my neighbor Totoro. Oh, nice. Okay. Sorry. I um, I was looking up some of the stuff. It's from CoStar. So some information from CoStar and yours is Libra, right? Yes. So I'm sending you the link to yours. <clears throat> and in this, it talks about um, your uh, traits, some famous Libras, uh, best careers, which mine, I don't really understand what some of these careers. I don't know what one of these careers is. Uh, and I also don't know a couple of the people, but I figured we could look at this too. 
But mine says, so for my traits, and I agree with most of them, except for, I think, one of them. Um, it says, full-grown adult since age six. The responsible friend, motivated by duty, takes a while to warm up to people and represses any emotions that gets in the way of success. Um, I think the one that I don't super agree with is motivated by duty. I don't know that I agree with that one. Okay. So let's see. My Libra traits are <laughs> hates being alone, really good aesthetics, um, conflict avoidant, sees every side, prone to fantasy, and can't make decisions. Yeah. I, I just, I, I can't. They might as well just put a picture of me. The I, think the, I think the only one that I don't agree with with yours is um, sees every side because sometimes I don't think you do. And sometimes I don't think you care to see the other side. <laughs> I do think there are some sides that are not worth considering. <laughs> and then some of the famous Capricorns that they've had, they have included in this list. Um, there's Martin Luther King Jr. for Capricorns. Elvis Presley, which I didn't realize he was a Capricorn. Um, and then Heyo, hey, H-A-Y-A-O, Miyazaki. Oh, okay. Uh, so he's the person that I was talking about that um, did uh, Spirited Away, My Neighbor Totoro. Oh, um, yeah, Studio Ghibli. Sure. <laughs> he's the animator and filmmaker um for those anyways moving back and then there's timothy chalamet which no thank you michelle obama dolly parton which michelle obama and i share a birthday mm -hmm. um and then mayo zedong m-a-o-z which i don't know who this person is and edgar Allan poe Nice. I forgot Edgar Allan Poe is a Capricorn. Um, so my famous Libras, I Oh, the last that one person, Mao Zedong, is a uh Chinese was a Chinese politician, Marxist theorist, military strategist, poet, and revolution revolution revolutionary. There you go. Mm -hmm. My famous Libras include none of my favorite famous Libras um but it has uh Michelle Foucault um Friedrich Nietzsche Kim Kardashian oh. I rolled my eyes uh Donald Glover um Gwyneth Paltrow Neil deGrasse Tyson Nico and Arthur Rimbaud um but I I know at least five people who are all born on the same day as me who are famous. So Barbara Walters was born September 25th. Will Smith. Um, Michael Douglas. Catherine Zeta-Jones. And Mark Hamill. Oh. All born September 25th. Interesting. Um, so then, and it also includes like best careers and some of these I'm like I don't know I don't agree although I kind of understand based on some of the traits that are included not in this one but in some of the other stuff that I looked at uh, so some of the other traits included hardworking, ambitious loyal critical honest serious suspicious which I don't agree with that one uh, determined materialistic sensitive stubborn and unforgiving that's the and person who literally said I'm suspicious of love that's shut up Sarah moving on <laughs> So there was um, the best careers for this one says accountant, which do they mean accountant or do they mean the other thing? Uh, lawyer, landlord, Sisyphus, Sis Sisyphus. Um, and I looked that one up because I didn't understand what it was. And it's apparently a Greek god or a Greek something. S I S. Sisyphus. Sisyphus, yeah. So Sisyphus. Um is constantly rolling the the ball up the hill 
Oh, so that's it's the type of a type of job where you're constantly like Yes. Innovating so, or moving. Yeah. Got it. And then the last one I totally don't agree with. Elementary school hall monitor. <laughs> what does that even mean? <laughs> Aside from maybe if you look at some of the traits, like they're um they're serious about like rules and making sure things get done properly. Yeah. Okay, so my best careers are hive mind, which I don't know what that means. Um, socialite, Instagram model, muse, mediator. Um, which, like, oh, okay. I guess. Sure. Sure, why not? I would love to be a socialite. I'd be a cool socialite, though, and, like, I me would... giving all my money to the poor. I would like to be a socialite, too. Although I don't, I'm not very social. That's why you didn't get socialite on your suggested <laughs> best careers. And then there's, like, further down, there's Capricorn and sex, love, and romance. And are Capricorns good in bed? The first sentence says, Capricorns try to be good at whatever they do. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> um, let's see. Hold on. Libra. Well, I Libra sons may identify with some traits. Okay, so let's see. <laughs> Why are Libras so beautiful? Libras <laughs> care about beauty. They know how they feel is directly related to their appearance. Because of this, Libras dress in ways that highlights not only their best physical features, but also their moods. Oh, see, mine says something completely different. Like, the questions on mine are very different. So there's how to seduce a Capricorn, and then are Capricorns good in bed? Do you Do Capricorns fall in love easily? And what do Capricorns find attractive? Oh no, mine just has how to seduce a Libra, why are Libras so beautiful, and who is a Libra's soulmate? Whenever they say something in a conversation, respond with, oh my god, me too. <laughs> oh my god, you were looking at mine. <laughs> I was, yeah. <laughs> mine doesn't say that mine says it takes a Capricorn a while to develop a crush you'll probably have to become their best friend and drop subtle hints slowly over the years until the one day they realize that they were in love with you all along then they will marry you <laughs> <laughs> I don't agree with that I don't marry people I don't I don't believe in marriage and I that's fair. stupid um, spend three days together without any alone time. Um, I don't, I don't think that's accurate. Um, and then ask them to be your muse. That one though, that one's <laughs> accurate. That one what I'll do, give you. What do Capricorns find attractive? Capricorns do not want your mess. <laughs> They admire other people who are self-sufficient, who inspire them in some way. Capricorns are motivated by respect. They are drawn to people who give them the sense that they know something or have an exceptional misunderstanding, have an exceptional understanding of some arcanine, arc, arcan corner of the world. Arcanine. Wow, that was bad. <laughs> Uh, they will be impressed if you can speak to technical details or philosophical matters in depth. I'm boring. Sarah Libras. has no arguments. <laughs> <laughs> You're not boring. Oh, a Libra soulmate is someone who is agreeable without being a doormat. Because Sarah does that all her own. Okay, listen. <laughs> <laughs> Libras need someone who can be there for them in their most disorienting moments. So not roll them down a hill or across a parking lot. <laughs> okay, listen. <laughs> their soulmate should be a lighthouse to guide them out of their own fog. Aw, that's gross. 
You're gross. <laughs> I thought it was cute and romantic. And then mine says Capricorns want to be the one to take the lead because they have a desire to control and command a situation. They want to direct the scene. They aren't attracted to people who are a little bit who are a little bit on the loose side. Ooh. They're much more interested in people who are guarded, not overly emotional or dramatic, and people who are more even keeled. Capricorns are attracted to people who share the same values as them, or at least respect those values. I think I agree with that. Um, if you scroll down further, it has Libra in friendship. And it says, what sign does Libra hate? And it says, Libra doesn't hate anyone. And then in parentheses, to their face. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm just like, that's mean, but true. Um, it also says, what is Libra like as a friend? Libras have a reputation for being flighty, but they really tend to lack commitment. Um, but Libra isn't as flaky as they may seem. They just have a tough time staying focused on one thing. Because of this, Libras are very easy to get along with, but somewhat impossible to maintain a consistent relationship with. They'll always be there to listen to your problems, but they'll always have somewhere to be. They'll always want to help you out but they'll always have someone else they need to help out too. Libras want to please everyone and will do anything to keep the peace. Compromise is a natural reflex for them. They are also very compassionate people and sometimes have a hard time saying no to others. This can make it hard for them to see when others are manipulative and self-serving. Yeah. I agree. <laughs> and then uh, mindset. So Mine has a different one. There's our Capricorns. Well, there's uh, what our Capricorns like as friends. And then there's also our Capricorns loyal. And it says for the friendship one, uh, Capricorns are ambitious and have a push yourself to succeed work ethic that can often rub other people the wrong way. But they do have a tender side. They can be deeply emotional under the glossy veneer of adulting. Their softness gets buried in the rocky terrain of their exterior, and Capricorns are taciturn by design. T a c i t u r n. What's that mean? Taciturn. What does that mean? Um, hold on. Keep reading, and I'll look it up. Uh, are taciturn by design, not by nature. That's all it says. And then it also says they are very practical. It may seem or uncommunicative in speech. Oh, OK. Little. OK, I, I agree. Uh, it may seem like they don't really care about their friends feelings. I don't I don't agree with that. Although, well, sometimes it depends on the situation, but they will do anything that they can to keep to help them succeed. Capricorns don't want to be wasteful with their resources and think about how each of their actions uh, will affect the future. And Capricorns are also very emotionally dependable. They will be they will be there for you when you need them, and you can be you can be certain that they won't freak out on you. They know that being dependable is a sign of respect. And that's the end for what are Capricorns like as a friend. Hmm. And then for the are Capricorns loyal, which I don't understand why they included this because up at the top it's a, like one of the traits is loyal so obviously Capricorns are incredibly loyal friends and res and expect as much from other people Capricorns have a deep need for security they like structure and repet repetition uh, Capricorns want to know what to expect in stable scheduled increments and they need to know that their environment is reliable. You just said the same thing four times. And Capricorns need purpose in everything they do. So they will only dedicate themselves to people, projects, and ideas that revolve around their values. Hmm. I'm on the cusp. What do you mean? Uh, so I'm a Capricorn, but Capricorn ends January 17th. But it also says Aquarius starts January 19th. So I'm like, I'm close to being an Aquarius. 
Yes, which means that you probably have some aspects of Aquarius. You have some aspects of Aquarius. I don't, actually. I don't, I don't believe. Well, let me, let me come back over here because I didn't close out my other tab. Let me see if any of my stuff's in Aquarius. I think so. No. No feelings, just concepts. Hmm, actually believes in conspiracy theories. I don't agree with that. I think conspiracy theories are stupid. I think some of them are hilarious. Yeah, some of them are outlandishly stupid. Um, and that's why they're funny. This says, why are Libras so angry? <gasps> why are like, Libras so angry? I'm like, wait, who told you? <laughs> who told? Libras are afraid of being alone. A fear of being disconnected from the collective is part of their primal psychological makeup. Libras are afraid of the unknown. They're afraid of their own secrets. They're capable of organizing their lives with such complex structure that they rarely face truly unknown situations. Libras fear that they will live their lives in a constant state of fear. They fear that fear will constantly dictate their behavior. That fear will impede their ability to be happy. That fear will prevent them from achieving their goals. Libras are afraid that this fear will accumulate into an insurmountable obstacle. And I guess that fear comes out as rage. Something on my shirt. Sorry, I got lost. It's okay. I got lost in the sauce. Sarah's drunk. I'm not drunk. <laughs> I am high, though. But anyway. Well, that's not sauce, you fool. <laughs> you don't know. Well, so what do you think? Do you agree with your sign? Do you? So my one thing that I did write down is um, I, while I was looking at some information about signs and astro, um, astrology, I thought it was interesting that a lot of like whenever you look at where information about your signs are published, it tends to be um, included in like fashion magazines and stuff that's like not super serious. Does that make sense? So like three of the options or three of the like magazines that I like gossip magazines or fashion magazines, um, there was Glamour, Cosmo, cosmopolitan and then allure were like the the magazines that i saw coming up most often mm, that makes sense um astrology has been around for a really long time um and that's one of the reasons why it's in those magazines Like, I mean, and astrology has been around since Nostra Nostradamus. No. Um, hold on. For those who, who might not know, Nostradamus um, was a French astrologer and apothecary. Um, but, yeah, that was, he was born in 1503. So, like, but part of the reason that astrology shows up um, in a lot of um, those magazines, though, is because it got, at some point, it got relegated to being, you know, something that only girls cared about. Like, the girls and the gays, who, who cares about astrology and whatnot. So, when it had that resurgence in popularity it got relegated to just being a woman thing an afab or um homosexual thing and then yeah 
Stop. Stop. What, if, what are we stopping? It, it messed something up. Go back. Go back. Go back. I'm so sorry. Damn. I, I think I agree. Going back to your original question. I think I agree with mine. I feel like I, even before I knew anything about astrology, these were traits that I had. And so. Yeah, I think, I think it kind of, it's, it makes sense sometimes. Um, but I think sometimes it gets a little too extreme. Um, where it's like people are looking at it towards like, what do I do today? Or how do I, how do I approach the day? Maybe I think that's a little bit much. Cause I think it's nice that you might have something to help you guide, like how you approach a situation. But there are some times when it gets too extreme. I feel Does that makes sense. Yeah. I, I can kind of understand that. Yeah. Well, anything else you want to talk about? Because that's all I had included. Um, and we will, for those of you that are listening, if anyone's listening, uh, we will include the links to the um, to CoStar, which is what we were reading there at the end where it talks about traits and stuff um, and the natal chart as well. So you can do this yeah, for cafe yourself. Astrology. Yeah, Cafe Astrology, which is where the natal chart came from that we were reading first yeah. well it is almost seven my time what do you plan on doing for christmas slash any other holiday you want to um celebrate um so this year it's just me and um the roomies and yeah that's about it right now. Groundbreaking. Yep. <laughs> just, I don't really have much going on this this week either. I think I'm gonna um I told Karen, even though I'm taking off this week, I think I'm gonna play around with um learning how to use Microsoft Power Apps more so that I can be a little bit more well-versed with actually utilizing it um, because we've started using it a little bit more at work. Um, and I think it'll be, it's a good way to kind of play around with it um, and see how things work and how we can use them in different ways. So you're doing work for the holidays? Uh, no, I'm not doing work. That's what it sounds like. Well, you're wrong. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm I'm going to learn a new. Shut up, Sarah. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody asked you. Nobody asked you. You know what? Nobody asked you. Okay. Why are you being so defensive? Because you're rude. Right, <laughs> rude. I'm not working. I'm learning a new skill. Uh-huh. For work. For whatever I want to use it for. Maybe I won't use it just for work. You don't know. <laughs> <laughs> You're right. I don't I don't know. You're correct. I'm I so sorry. Oh, Sarah disappeared. I may also look at um like what schooling I can what else I can do for schooling as well also a hive job is basically like um a high like there's one that's called uh, investment principal director of capital information and investor relations and sales development representative a lot of words yeah what does hive mind do a collective consciousness analogous wait yeah and a weird word to the behavior of social insects 
in which a group of people become aware of their com com well, commonality and think and act as a community, sharing their knowledge. Oh, so like a think tank. That was one yeah. of the jobs that was listed as yours. Yeah. It's like a think tank. Interesting. Well, I got nothing else going on. What are you doing this weekend? Um, not not a whole heck of a lot. Just chilling out. It is the end of the year, which is kind of like the time that you don't want to really do anything. So just kind of hang out and sit back, relax. Yeah. Let things let things kind of finish throughout the year. Um, do you plan on doing anything for? Do you, I guess I should ask, do you want to record on, um, or next week so that we have one for the first of the year? Yeah. That'll come out. That'll come out January 1st. Yeah. So plan on what you want to talk about on the next week episode so that that'll come out on January 1st. And enjoy your holiday, whatever mm -hmm. holiday you choose to celebrate. You too. Everybody have a great holiday. Be safe. Eat lots of good food. Yeah. And if you didn't get what you wanted for your Christmas or whatever holiday you choose to, uh, don't be too mad about it. Uh, you can always get it yourself. Exactly. That was what everybody was like asking oh what are you doing for holidays or do you guys get gifts or what do you are you expecting anything good for christmas i'm like i don't we don't do gifts anymore partially because um i am a terrible person and i usually buy what i want when i want it like this remarkable things karen was like i'm gonna be so mad if he buys it himself because he's been talking about it and he keeps saying i'm just gonna buy it myself anyways so if he bought, if he buys one before I can give it to him, because she's had it for like a few weeks, I guess now. She was like, I'm going to be so mad. I'm like, it happens. I sometimes just buy things like whenever I want something, if I have the money for it and I can afford to buy it, I will just buy it myself. Which is fair. Like, I mean, I, I think a lot of us just aspire to that level. But I can see how that makes things difficult in, in gift giving. Yeah. So we don't really do gifts and I haven't really expected or gotten gifts from anyone for several years, like at least five years now. Just I don't need gifts from people. I can get whatever I want myself. I don't expect other people to give me something that I want. I can just get it myself. Right. But it's still nice to receive something sometimes yeah like you could buy it yourself it's still nice to get something that you had looked at that somebody else was like you know who who would like this james james would like this but if i already have it then that's kind of annoying for that person oh my god <laughs> you're just missing give, the point just, just give me money Okay. <laughs> don't give me money. I was joking. Do not give me any money. I don't need anything from you. I have a podcast that we do together. That's enough. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, enjoy the rest of your weekend. And ooh, I need to pull up the thing. Hold on. One oh, yeah. Before, before. I love how I've been a floating head this entire time. I know. It's very weird. Sarah is laying down. So she, the only thing that shows is like part of her head. It's very strange. Okay. So scripted close. Thank you for listening to this week's episode of now about that with James and Sarah. If you like this episode, please, please give us a like and comment and don't forget to follow or subscribe and then leave us a review in Apple podcast, Spotify, or wherever you listen, as this will get the podcast out to more people and help the podcast grow. Feel free to follow us on social media. All of our handles are at now about that pod everywhere. And if there is something specific you would like us to talk about or discuss on the podcast, feel free to email us at nowaboutthatpod at gmail.com or visit our website, www.nowaboutthatproductions.com. You can also leave us a voicemail or send us a text message uh, with any of the questions you would like us to discuss on the any episode. Um, <clears throat> 
Our phone number is 765-557-4170. Again, thanks for listening, and we hope you have a great week since this will be coming out on Monday. And Sarah, enjoy your weekend. You too. Whatever your weekend looks like. Whatever the weekend looks like. All right. Bye, everybody. Bye.